Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Peddling Fiction Podcast. Justin's got a beer. <laughs> that doesn't look like it tastes very good. A pumpkin I got, beer. I got the I got the Sam Adams seasonal pack. Usually I like the Sam Adams seasonal packs. This one is Jacko. It's a like pumpkin ale. It's not Ugh. real pumpkin spicy. It's just like pumpkin-y. And it's not my it's not my thing. That sounds awesome. But Justin, the hillbilly boy Campbell is known for drinking awful things. I, of course, am your host, (laughs) the boys and soul of so-called fiction with far superior and sophisticated taste. It will not be. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I will crush a fucking white call. But I will not touch any of this pumpkin spiced bullshit that will be uh, taking. That's probably already taking the U.S. by storm, is it not? It's mid-September. It's it's September. It is pumpkin spice season. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Brace yourself. Pumpkin spice is upon us. (laughs) I know for a a podcast, you have a a decent... uh, percentage of female listeners hopefully none of ours are the basic white bitches who like pumpkin spice everything but i'm sure there's at least one in there yeah i i don't think a lot of them would be but take any any bitches we can get libertarian party (laughs) i'm incredibly fortunate my uh my wife is not a basic white bitch pumpkin spice chick she uh she got a free bag of coffee from like starbucks or something and it was pumpkin spice coffee we tried it one time and she was like throw that out get it the fuck out of the house like we'll, we're never drinking that and then one time we ran out of coffee my dumb ass forgot to forgot to let uh steve over at fox and sons know that i was running low and so i ran out and I just like made a pot of it. She's like, pour that shit out. We are not drinking that. It's like, well, at least I know I'd never have to worry about like pumpkin spice taking over my house during the fall. Yeah. You don't have to go apple picking either. I like apple picking. That's, oh, that's you right. You're pump a, the brakes. You better pump the brakes there, buddy. <laughs> are these are your own apples you're picking. You're not paying somebody else to pick their apples, are you? I, I have I have done that. I did that once. Uh there was like a a place up in Pennsylvania that was like well known for being a really awesome apple picking spot. And so we took the kids and, and paid to pick apples and it was really cool, but th- that's the only time I've ever picked apples that uh, weren't yeah, on a I, tree in my yard. Yeah. I think that's what, what really fucking grinds my gears is the fact that I'm paying this guy to fucking work his farm for him. <laughs> Get fucked, dude. I'm, 
I do like walking around and picking good apples, but I don't want to have to pay for the privilege to do that. Uh, anyway, don't have that season down here in Mexico. Although we did just have Mexican Independence Day on Friday, so that was a lot of fun. I mean, officially, I think I'm an honorary Mexican. Did all almost all the cooking and got a very good response. People are very surprised that this gringo knows his way around the kitchen. So that's about all that's been going on with me. And uh, what do we got on the docket for today? I think the big story of the last few days has been the uh, that F-35 that went missing. What's really funny about the F-35 that went missing is is this is the the F-35 program that has been notoriously like running the military budget over over budget for like the last four or five years. Like the de development of this 80 million dollar plane has somehow caused the DOD to go like a trillion and a half over budget every year for the last like four years or something. And, and now they finally get the fucking thing built. And then it just mysteriously vanished. The, some, they had some sort of a, like a, a mishap is what they called it. And the, the pilot ejected out of the plane. And instead of like, stopping or or setting setting itself down or crashing like it should have it just kept going and then they lost it they couldn't they had no idea where it went it just disappeared they had just found it today or yesterday or something like that it was <laughs> yeah, they, 80 miles or something from from where the pilot ejected yeah so like autopilot flew this thing another 80 miles and then uh apparently it just flew through a tree and blew itself all to pieces but they had as of yesterday afternoon the marines and navy had canceled all uh like air missions like any every, everything was being grounded so that they could try to find this this plane like they they wanted to make sure that they had no planes in the air so that they could try to locate this this missing plane that after the after the pilot ejected the autopilot just kept going i, I wish i i wish i there was a way that i could pull it up Corey, our uh our listener who lives in that area and near relatively near charleston south carolina where this whole mishap went down he he sent me a screenshot earlier today of uh <laughs> the announcement that came out like like you know how uh, they had the Trump public or the Trump emergency announcement that was put out. So, so they blasted one of these, and it's it was one that went out to everybody. It says the U.S. military is searching for a missing F-35B in South Carolina after the pilot ejected yesterday and the jet kept flying. If you have seen an F-35 in the woods, please contact the U.S. Marines. Is that that's real? That's real. They they legitimately sent out a PSA to the people of South Carolina. If you've seen this missing jet, please let us know. The memes must just be fucking delicious. What kind of dumbass actually? <laughs> what kind of dumbass actually calls that in? Like, if I find the missing F thirty five, I'm stripping that fucking thing for parts. We we're going to the black market, baby. Yeah, I definitely saw at least one meme where it was like a fake Facebook ad, like a Facebook marketplace, F-35. No low ball offers, motherfuckers. I know what I got. 
And people wonder why the U.S. military is in such steady decline between the recruiting efforts to get more gay and trans and women signed up for the military and then literally losing an $80 million airplane. Uh, like, <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm still confused as to how you lose it, even though the pilot ejected from like they don't still have it on radar or something or it was Shouldn't below radar. Some- I mean, for an $80 million plane, you'd think they'd have some sort of tracking device in it so they could figure out where it was going or something. But I think that's part of like the stealth technology is it has some sort of stealth technology built into it. And so once the pilot ejected, then they just lost it. It was like the tracking was on, on the, the pilot. pilot. Yeah. <laughs> but if it, I mean, what difference does it make if it's on the pilot or the plane? Well, I mean, once the pilot's ejected, he's out. Uh, so right, but I mean, like, so we have the technology apparently to track the device on the pilot, and if it was on the plane, we would still be able to track it. Do other countries not have this technology? Because otherwise, they could track the pilots. I don't just see I this pilot know. flying through the air. <laughs> it's very uh, possible that other t- other countries don't have any technology. I mean. Uh, We've talked about Ukraine plenty, but like a lot of the military support and aid that the U.S. has sent to Ukraine ends up either getting sold on black markets or just sitting around not getting used because they don't actually have the technology to use the equipment that we're sending them. So it's very possible that like this F-35 stealth technology was something that the rest of the world doesn't have. And apparently we don't either once the pilot is out of the plane now. Right. But I mean, like, so if... If the whole thing is designed to like be undetectable, right? Um, they put something on the pilot that is detectable. Wouldn't that negate the detect- the indetectability of the plane? Unless they can't, unless other countries can't detect it, then just put it on the fucking plane. How about that? And then we'd know where the plane was. I don't know. I don't work for the military. I'm not a pilot. I have heard from people who are former military. If you're looking for logic in the way we do things, you have come to the wrong place. <laughs> yeah. But hey, I think we should probably increase their funding and attach that to the continual resolution, continuing resolution that the uh, Republicans are are putting forth in order to avoid the government shutdown. You know what? I bet with an extra like half trillion to three quarters of a trillion dollars in the DOD budget, they probably could have put that tracking device on the plane itself. Yeah. Or maybe like something, you know, it's like uh, like a, a jet ski or something that's like you wear the thing around your wrist and you plug it into the fucking so that the jet ski runs. And when you eject, the thing comes off the pilot and stays with the plane. There you go. All this free advice for the, uh, for the military industrial complex. You're welcome. Well, I like a buddy of mine. He said, you know, do they not have something for this like eight, $80 million jet that, you know, you the well, pilot... it's because it's not their fucking money, dude. They'll just get more of it. When the like, pilot ejects, just have it return home. <laughs> yeah. Or being that flippant and like, what happens if uh, we lose track of this thing? It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's only 80 fucking million dollars. It's like, dude. Take some fucking, at least pretend that you care about all this money that we're giving you. Just fucking fake it. One of my buddies, he was like, you know, I have a drone that I use for my farm and stuff. And he said, if the drone loses contact with the, with the remote or, you know, with the controls for it, 
then it just auto homes. Like it just comes back to the the takeoff point. Like you set your home whenever you take off. And then if it loses contact with the controls, it just auto homes and comes back. And you're like, could they not put something like that on the jet where that if the pilot ejects, the autopilot just brings it back home instead of, you know, fly, just flying off to God right, knows but, where, which, yeah. which my dad, my dad had a, a, a drone that when you hit home, it flew itself out through a tree and blew itself up. So apparently that's what happened with this autopilot was it, when it tried to home, it just flew 80 miles into a tree and blew itself up. Or perhaps it was hacked. I've seen theories that this thing was hackable and they think that somebody hacked it, maybe flew it into a tree. Maybe that's why we couldn't find it. The hack took over the uh, the tracing mechanism, whatever it may be. I'm sure it was Russian bots. Russian bots did the hack, and that's what. Yeah. Or you know, could have been climate change. One, you know, who are we to say? Electrical interference in the atmosphere just caused the thing to take off to parts unknown. Yeah. Oh God, it really is just that the whole thing this whole government is so out of control and the military is a great example of it just how much money they demand how little results they produce and well i guess from the american people's perspective from the military industrial uh, complex perspective the results have been fantastic but it, yeah it's like one of the few so i think i might have sent you something on the the looming government shutdown I think it's like the fucking fourth one in as many years or in six years or something like that. I forget how many uh, government shut. It, it's becoming such a frequent thing because we keep bumping up against these. <laughs> we, we've run out of money again. They're running this thing like more, more short-sighted than I'm running running my life. And I'm living like six months at a time. And they're like quarter to quarter. They have no idea what they're doing, where they're going next. And uh, the Republicans, um, the extreme mega Republicans have put forth a uh, continuing resolution that has um, everything that you hate about the uh, House Republicans <laughs> in it. It's like funding for Ukraine. Uh, funding for defense and the military and, and veterans, of course. You throw some veterans in there who can be against funding veterans. And then if they, if the uh, the Senate will agree to this, we can uh, keep the government open, thank God, until the, uh, I don't know how long it's supposed to last, a couple of months or something. It, yeah, it's just a stop. Yeah. It's they're, right. they're it, just trying to they're just trying to belay this out until the election cycle starts in 2020, like really starts to pick up in 2024. So they can use all of this as their big talking points for why you need to elect us. But they, they just need to kick this can down the road far enough that they can turn it into a political campaign slogan. <laughs> That's the whole point of the stopgap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's all just it. We've done this before. Does it tell us? Can you scroll down a little bit? I think it tells us somewhere in this article how many times we've done this. Because uh, this is nothing new. I've actually done entire podcasts on this before, but it's been a couple of years. Oh, this one's a thirty-day stopgap, Bill. This isn't even gonna get gonna get us out to the end of the year. 
So this is the fourth That's potential shutdown saying. in a decade. We are officially month to month on this thing. And it just goes to show you how fucking ridiculous this is i mean these are the people that are supposed to be the responsible adults in the room like that's what we tell our you know these are our wise overlords in washington the leaders of the free world and they can't get it together to fund itself for more than 30 days uh it's absolutely ridiculous why not just like don't you just think that this is a sign that maybe we should shut this government down it's dysfunctional is anybody happy on either side of the aisle? I don't think anybody's happy with what's uh, with the government's performance. I mean, all, every time you see one of those polls, it's like the government has the you know horrible, especially Congress has horrible approval ratings. Of course, now we have Kamala Harris and and Joe Biden at the helm, which probably bested them in that regard. But why not just maybe maybe shut it down for a minute? Take a step back and figure what's the worst that could possibly happen. We've done it before for like up to 20 days or something like that. We didn't have, we had a government shutdown. Now they never shut down anything really. They never shut down any of the parts that we don't want because then it would be um, incredibly obvious that we don't, not only do we not want them, that we don't need them. I mean, we're running two trillion dollar deficits. the The national debt topped uh, thirty three trillion. I think yesterday or today. Um, for a little perspective, I start. Yeah, I well, I won't even go into that. But like the the interest on the debt is going to be a million. Is going to be a trillion dollars this year, and I think by next year, something's going to be two trillion. That this is so fucking ridiculously unsustainable that somebody has to shut it down and start rolling it back. I mean, the, the F-35 is a great example of just these excesses that we don't need. So turn the whole fucking thing off and maybe we could start like, you know, shut out all the lights, every single one of them, turn them off. And then one by one, we can turn them back on as we feel like we need them. Isn't it interesting that the last two times there has actually been a government shutdown, although they weren't particularly long, they happened. The last two times there has been a shutdown, the stock market took a rally over the course of the next week, like after it happened. It's like that this is a good sign. Maybe we should maybe we should keep it shut down. Like that that gives the uh, that gives the people in the market a lot of confidence that things are gonna go well once the government gets shut down. I mean, there's just so many things that the government's doing that, A, uh, they're not authorized to do in those documents. They swear an oath to uphold and defend. And B, they just aren't good at doing and they shouldn't be doing. What are those things? Well, I would argue that it's everything. But okay, to the average blue-pilled fucking statist, there's got to be things that you don't want the government doing. So let's start there. And then let like imagine if... Um, you know, uh, we have we have all these government programs, right, for affordable housing and uh, loan guarantees for kids to go to, to college and everything like that, uh, to buy houses, uh, all this shit. And in every single one of these industries, healthcare, another great example, they come out with these programs, like prices are too damn high. We need to make this more affordable. Well, come on, here's a government program to fix the problem. And what happens? Uh, the government program co costs a bajillion dollars. The problem gets worse. The, the 
hair, uh, the whatever the fucking product is, gets more expensive. The, the free market is the exact opposite of that. So why do we trust the free market to do all these things? Uh, food. The government's not providing food, at least not yet, not in, until Chicago has the – can't wait to get into that experiment. But it's like – take like cell phones or something, for example. The, the first cell phone that came out, that fucking thing that you know uh, the guy uh, uh, Mike Douglas on Wall Street had or Zach Morris and Saved by the Bell, that big fucking brick that you'd hold up to your – that thing cost like $5,000, $10,000. Now, what if as soon as the, the first cell phone was invented, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez went out there and said, you know, this isn't fair. Only rich people can afford these cell phones. We need affordable cell phones for everybody. So we're going to come out with a, a government program to make cell phones more affordable. Now, do you think you'd be able to get a fucking the equivalent of a supercomputer now for like 500 bucks? If there had been a government program in 1988 or whatever it was to bring down the price of cell phones, of course not. They'd still cost five, 10, 20 grand, and they'd be pieces of shit. And how many fucking programs are like that right now that the government is doing that we just have never even let the, the free market fucking take a crack at it? See if we can make it better. Yeah, it, well, the thing with this spending bill or the this like stock gap that they're trying to push through is it doesn't address any of the problems that the that they have. Like it, this is this continues funding for Ukraine. This continues all of the terrible shit. It adds some concessions and like they don't even know if it's going to get out of the house. But it's not it's not entirely certain that McCarthy has enough support from his own party to get this out of the House, much less for it to go to the Senate. So like and that's that's the thing like McCarthy came out uh, over the weekend and said something to the effect of nobody actually wants a government shutdown like wrong, bitch. That's the whole reason we put y'all in charge or put you in this position to begin with is because we want you to start rolling shit back and shutting stuff down. That that is why. Republicans get elected is because their constituents want you to shut it down and roll it back. And this is why everybody was so opposed to McCarthy being uh, okay. This is why everybody outside of Washington, D.C. was so opposed to McCarthy being the Speaker of the House. And it's why Matt Getz and a whole bunch of the others refused to make him speaker for what, what did it take? Four votes, eight votes, however long. Something, like, yeah, it, it, it got like cartoonishly pathetic and then they got you know like they got all their concessions because that's what they were doing they weren't actually trying to stop him from becoming speaker they were just trying to get the things that they wanted done uh, and being a pain in the ass in order to do it if if they had stood by it and like actually forced the gop to put somebody else in that role then that would have been a win otherwise it was just they were just going for personal victories as, by the by the end of it which was shitty because Everybody from the outside looking in knew this is where we were going to end up. We were going to end up with McCarthy pushing these like middle of the road, try to get along packages that don't fix anything, that don't address any of the problems, that just keep extending out the things that are fucking us over and pissing off a lot of a lot of the right and making them think, you know, maybe this isn't such a good idea after all. Fuck, 
fuck this. Like, which yeah, no, isn't. I've, I've always said bipartisanship is the worst of both worlds. You get the worst that the Republicans have to offer and the worst that the Democrats have to offer. And that's the kind of shit that they want. You know, they like to brag, oh, I'm reaching across the aisle, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And they're they're both fucking winning all the way to the bank. And look what's happening to the country. It's a complete and utter disaster. You have to shut it down. It's going to shut down one way or the other. Uh, we can shut it down now and sort of mitigate some of the damage that's being done. Or they can take on another thirty trillion in debt in our fucking kids and grandkids' names, and destroy what any semblance we have left of a country. What would you rather do? I, I mean, it's just—it's absolutely. If anything else was functioning this poorly, you would shut it down. If this was your business, you'd be like, "I got to shut down the business." If this was the school your kid you were fucking paying to send your kid to, you'd be like, my kid's not going to this fucking school anymore. I'm pulling my kid out. I'm ripping, I'm pulling the ripcord on this thing. It's a fucking disaster on every single level from, you know, local all the way to the fucking federal government. But every fucking ounce of the federal government is a complete disaster by any measurement. You, you can't point to one thing that the government's claiming that they're doing and they're doing it well. By any, I don't care what metric you 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 choose. Go ahead, pick something, and it will just be. Here's what they said they were going to do, and here's the result. I mean, that's that's going to be what ultimately ends up sinking Chicago, as if they aren't, you know, a sinking ship enough as it is. I mean, yeah, you want to jump? I mean, now that I'm out of there, yeah, that's a good lead into what's going on there. Yeah. I, I, you know, part of me just wants to be like, yeah, go ahead, go ahead with your fucking retarded ideas. And let's just see how quickly these things fall apart. So, yeah, the now that all of these fucking big uh, corporations that are demonized by pussy politicians for underpaying their workers and whatever and running mom and pop stores out of business, uh, now that they've left the shithole that is Chicago uh, because of the crime. Um, perpetuated, or at least, um, I don't know if perpetuated is the right word, but almost endorsed. <laughs> like, as close as you can get to endorsing the violence uh, has the Chicago leadership over the last, uh, I don't know, five, six years. Everybody's left. The taxes are too high. The, the crime is out of control. The tax, you know, everything's fucking ridiculous. The roads suck. The school systems are unusable. So now that there are these food deserts uh, created by government uh, trying to fix the problem, what is the prescription that the government always comes up with? Oh, well, we should have government food stores. <laughs> the government should open up their own Whole Foods. I can't wait for them to, to try really, this. really real. What's that? The bread lines are about to be really, really real. Yeah, but that's a good thing. Because without those, then there wouldn't even be bread, according to Bernie ask, Sanders. I mean, ask the people who stood in actual bread lines how how uh, beneficial those are. I guess. I mean, I guess you know the alternative is starve to death, but yeah, there's still so, a chance you might do that anyway. Right, and I wonder if these um, city-owned grocery stores to serve neighborhoods that have become food deserts after four Walmart stores and Whole Foods closed. Are they going to be prosecuting these fucking roving teenage hoodlums that come in there and fucking steal a bunch of stuff? 
or are they just going to let that go? Like, I don't even understand how this would work. Like, I, first of all, you're, you're taking my tax dollars and you're opening up a store and then I have to go buy the food that you fucking bought with my tax dollars. How does that fucking work? Go ahead and try it. Yeah, just please. I would love to see the government run a grocery store and show me what that looks like compared to Whole Foods. Please do it. I really, really, really would love to see it. I want to see the fucking numbers. I want to see the bottom line, how long you stay in business, how much food you have on your shelves, how clean the fucking place is, what the prices are. All these kinds of things would be very, very interesting for me to see. Yeah, show me how it's going to work in Chicago. Where it literally says here in the in the in the article, uh, Walmart's Walmart spokesperson said that collectively our Chicago stores have not been profitable since we opened the first one nearly 17 years ago. This is Walmart that makes money hand over fist all over the planet and can't turn a profit in Chicago. Like, yeah, hey, how's the government stores going to work out? Especially with those unionized workers, how much are you going to be paying them? You know, are they going to have automated uh, checkout counters? Is it all going to be automated? Or are they going to actually be people fucking working there that can go on strike? Uh, dude, oh, God, this would just be, please do this. This would be better for me, I think, than the uh, the retarded socialist cafes that open up and, like, don't charge for their fucking products. I want to see this more. I really do. And if it works... If this fucking works in Chicago, I will end the podcast. I'll be done with it. I will shut up for the rest of my life. I will be invested by this fucking retard on the screen right now. Mayor Brandon Johnson, please run a store for me. I would love to see it. This guy couldn't run his way out of a fucking brown paper bag. <laughs> Englewood. Yeah, the Englewood Whole Foods. Uh, became too expensive for the neighborhood residents. There's a shocker. I can't even believe they tried to fucking gentrify that area. It, it is crazy, man. But yeah, when these places leave, it, you know, the exact opposite indicator is like when Starbucks moves into a neighborhood, that's like, okay, they've done their economic research. This is going to be an up and coming neighborhood. Start investing there. Uh, the flip side of that is when Whole Foods leaves. Get the fuck out with them. Uh, when Walmart leaves, you you should have been gone years before. It's just like, dude, if Walmart can't survive there, I don't I don't know what could. Oh it says God, Save a Lot is next in line to fill the fill the space that Whole Foods had occupied, but they won't be able to to take the space until after Whole Foods leases up, which isn't for another year. And uh, and now that has people concerned that they won't be offering the same healthy options. Like, I don't I don't think healthy options is uh, necessarily the thing that was uh, that that people were flocking to the store for, or why it was uh, why they wanted a Whole Foods. Like, I, I can't I can't imagine that the South Side of Chicago was real concerned with healthy options. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. No, but I mean, this is, in a nutshell, this is the, you know, they always talk about extreme MAGA Republicans or whatever. Okay, this is the, the, the Democratic Socialists of America, the extreme liberal, whatever the fuck you want to call them. This is what they, what they seek. 
government control the means of production. They don't, they hate, you know, all these fucking private companies with the CEOs making 291 times what their worker is. Keep seeing Nina Turner bitching about that. Uh, you know, these, these workers aren't in the middle class anymore and their companies are making billions of dollars. Okay. Have all of them leave. And, and, and what do you have? You have a food desert that, is going to be filled by a government store, government run store. Are they going to run this store as good as they're running the federal government month to month? 33 trillion in debt, stopgap measures. Who's going to be in control? Like, how do they make to sit? This is, oh God, please just do it. The more you think about it, the more retarded this becomes. If they, what if they only had like one product? I don't think they could sell it properly. Uh, this the, gonna be chair a whole store? The, the chair of the Chicago Republican Party had a good response to the uh, to the Democrats wanting to to start their like government run grocery stores. He said, take all the problems private chains face in low income areas and then add in amateur management by a bureaucracy, Chicago style political corruption and hiring a contracted and a limited range of products. That's what yeah. you're going to get. That Like that's going to be these stores. Yeah. Oh, God. Yes, please do it. Please do that. And then um, my proposal to the other side is that once this inevitably fucking falls on its face, uh, harder and more embarrassing than any, ever before, than anything ever tried before, then you guys have to fucking shut up and listen to me. Like, we can't have it. Eat, like, I, I'm tired of this half in, half out shit. Like, we either have fucking free markets or we go the fucking socialist route. Uh, because otherwise, it's just a slow fucking death. And we've watched it happen to the country over the last couple of hundred, couple hundred years, um, maybe since 1913, uh, specifically, if you really want to pick a date. But that's sort of when the fucking socialism really started to, to creep in and just eat away everything that the free market brings you that people take for granted. Everybody fucking takes these things for granted until they're gone. Go, go ahead. Eat at the fucking government store for a while. Have fun there. You fucking idiots. Also in Chicago. Oh, yeah. If uh, if you decide to rob the government store and you steal more than the allotted $900 worth of government produce, they've eliminated cash bail as of September 18th, which was yesterday. So um, there's no more cash bail. You It's up to the judge's discretion as to whether or not you're just free to go or they're going to hold you because you're an endangerment to society. Apparently, that um, eliminating one of three choices increases the amount of uh, freedom or increases the amount of choice that people have when it comes to uh, facing incarceration. <laughs> they actually made that argument. Well, it makes it more racially equitable, I'm sure. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I'm, because, no. you know, white people always get the option of no cash bail. So if you just make it standard, no cash bail across the board, then that that means it's going to be racially equitable for everybody. Yeah. Since, you know, yeah. I'm, sure, the I'm sure Chicago has a, 
I'm sure Chicago has a really high crime rate for uh, people of a uh, lesser melanin, melatonin. Right. Yeah. Melanin. What's the word yeah. I'm looking for? Melanin, I think. Yeah. So melatonin I, I is mean, the stuff you go to sleep with. Yes. I, I, this is just again just keep doubling down on the retarded policies chicago i i I love it like i want to see this fucking i want to see this play out and i'm tired of having to wait so long because they fucking they just sort of uh do things on like 10 year horizons and everything gets sort of fucking obfuscated it's hard to see the cause and effect The, the direct cause and effect this will be indisputable. I mean, some of these numbers, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this is towards the bottom, I think they get into some of the crime numbers that we have in Chicago. Yeah, so Chicago led the nation, scroll up a little bit, for 11 years running in homicides. Um, 60% of urgent 911 calls have gone unanswered. Can you scroll down a little bit more? Arrests for major crimes have fallen to 5%. 5% of major crimes. All right. Well, let's get rid of the, you know, the cash bail <laughs> for those 5%. And um, they'll have no incentive to show up for court if they are uh, released, which apparently they're releasing a lot of these people. And if you scroll up a little bit, there's like something like 80 some odd people were killed by people out on bail. Oh yeah, that was in the first uh, first point. More defendants out before trial means more risk to Illinoisans. Uh, Eighty-two victims of murder and attempted murder uh, by defendants already waiting for trial. Trial for a felony. For a felony in Chicago. Yeah. Ah, I don't know, man. That's insane. That you've got criminals out on the street. And 82 people were either murdered or attempted to be murdered by people who were waiting for their trial date. Like not and, you know, not just like nonviolent criminals like these are they're just letting anybody go. Yeah. And I guarantee you the vast majority of these victims are the um, people of color that they're so concerned with protecting. Uh, why they feel the need to protect these people that have no regard for human life or civilized society is beyond me. I can't tell you how many videos I've seen just in the last like 36 hours of people just fucking executing people. Uh, there was that shooting. Was it in, uh, I think it was in Philly. Dude just walked up to somebody like nine o'clock in the morning and f- shot him in the back of the neck, robbed him. There were those two kids that stole the car and ran the, cyclist over which we've all had that impulse i know to run over the fucking cyclists but um that was pretty fucking cold (laughs) never followed through on it um and there was uh i just saw a video today of this was um san francisco a bunch of kids ran into a store beat the shit out of some lady stole you know robbed the register stole the cigarettes and everything like that Let's let them out, I guess. Let them out uh, with no cash requirement to come uh, to uh, show back up. Okay. 
let's, let's just keep, keep on going this direction and, and see where it gets you. It, it's worked out so well so far. Uh, I mean, every single one of these cities is unlivable. The, the companies are leaving. The people are, that pay the taxes are leaving. How does this end? What's, what's the goal here? I, I, yeah, I don't understand what they're like. Every time they make one of these laws or, or come up with something like this, it, it all, it, they, they call back to systematic racism for why they're doing it. But like when the statistics back up that these people are, when they're being released, they are still committing crime and committing more crime. And not only are they like, it's not just nonviolent crime, but even in the cases where it is nonviolent crime, it is severely affecting your economy, your society, like just the society in general. You're, you're seeing Walmarts and Whole Foods and all of these other places just abandon ship and say like leave a lease a year early say fuck this we're out we're not even yeah, we're not even gonna stay to the end of the lease we're just we're done you see like corporate offices leaving the city like big corporations that have had their like headquarters there in chicago have just packed up and left because it's unsustainable to stay there because between the taxes the crime every like everything has just gone to hell like, what's the end goal? Is it to turn this into a literal third world country right here in what should be the heart of the United States? Like what was once yeah. considered a thriving place oh. to be, yeah. to turn it into a full on third world country and run everybody with money out? I mean, that's the same thing that New York is doing. It's the same thing that California is doing. Like, oh, go for it, I guess. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, there's only one solution left. The government has to step in and run everything here. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a fucking, it's going to be a wasteland. I mean, how could it not be? I, you know, I understand. I struggle with this idea of like, you know, putting people in prison when they've just been accused of a crime, they haven't been found guilty of anything. So this idea that you could spend like, you know, a year in prison awaiting trial to me is absolutely ridiculous. But uh, equally ridiculous is this idea that it's like, oh, well, it's racist to require cash bail. Uh, because some people are underprivileged and they don't have as much money as everybody else, and so um, they're not—they're not, they're not going to be able to make bail the way somebody with money would, and so they have to sit in prison. But especially so. in the case of like Chicago and New York and Baltimore, like some of these big cities, there's like there's like five cities that if you if you removed them, uh, Chicago, Baltimore, New York, Memphis, and and one other, it might be LA. I can't. Remember. It's either LA or Portland. Anyway, if you remember, if you if you remove those five cities from the U.S. gun crime statistics, we go from being like top in murder in murders on the planet to like somewhere middle of the pack. Like just by taking removing those five cities, it drops us like a hundred a hundred spots. All of those cities, also the people who are like waiting for their trial, they're not first time offenders. It's not like somebody that held up a liquor store because he was hard up it like these are career career criminals and they're putting them back on the streets 
Like, it's no wonder that these places are so unsafe. It's no wonder these places have such high crime rates because right. they're yeah, not. You see, like, yeah, you'd see these stories like, oh, he was arrested 18 times. or Dude, I don't care if you get arrested 18 times for stealing the fucking pen that they have at the counter of a fucking bank teller or something. You do that 18 times and you get caught 18 times. I don't know what to tell you, dude. It's over. It's too many times. It's too many strikes. Like, there's something wrong with you, and you cannot be a member of this society. I don't know exactly what to do with you, but it's like, dude, um, that's just too much. It's too much. And yeah, they're going to keep committing crimes if there's no penalty for them. If I were to commit a crime, the first thing I would do would be like, all right, what, like, I do the cost benefit analysis. I would, I would figure out what the bail might be and make sure I had the money for it so I would be able to make bail or I wouldn't commit the fucking crime. I guess I'm a little too practical. Now I'm privileged. Atlanta, Atlanta might be the fifth city. Because I was about to say, you know, what we used to do with people like that was just send them off to Georgia and to penal colonies and just let them all, you know, kill each other. And then and then it became uh, Australia. I, there's got to be a, a remote island somewhere that we can just dump on. Maybe Maui is what maybe that's what they should do with Maui. Rebuild Maui. <laughs> no, well, I think I think we're just going to um, you know, turn these cities into those places. We don't have to ship them anymore. Everybody else just moves away. We'll all Which leave and you guys get to stay there. It's like, you know, basically a distinction without a difference. I guess we're just gonna sacrifice some of the biggest, uh, most productive cities we had uh to these uh criminals and the criminal fucking politicians that run them. Well, and the problem is there are there are people who will stay in these cities that either they'll stay because it's where they're from and they desperately want to believe that it can get better, or they'll stay because they just can't move. Like they they are either physically or financially unable and are just going to be stuck there. Like that's it's fucking tragic, but at the same yeah, time, I, like, no, I have I have friends like this in Chicago that I stay in touch with, and they're doing fine. Um, they refuse to leave, and I'm just like, dude, you can't you can't be fucking serious. I'm like, oh, I love Chicago in the summer; it's the best. Blah 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 blah, dude. Um, Chicago in the summer is great, but you know you could have Chicago in the summer. All year round, if you go to a place that has that kind of weather all year round, like the only reason it's good in the summer is because it's not the fucking nine months out of the year that are fucking freezing cold and miserable. Like that's the only reason why you, you can have that in other places. Like it exists in other, there's sunshine, there's nice weather. Um, they, dude, they're going to be the last ones to capitulate. And something, unfortunately, it's going to take, like, if, if you can't read the writing on the wall now, it's going to take like you getting smacked upside the head in order to get through to you. And I'm like, I, I've suggested I've given them my two, you know, my two cents, but they're not going anywhere. They are uh Chicago through and through good luck. God bless them. But uh, don't say I didn't tell you. So I told my fuck, I've been talking about Chicago becoming a shithole for the like since 2008, I was I was talking about this shit. Writing was on the wall back then, uh, even before I was really a libertarian. I just looked at the fucking state of things and the taxes and what the government was doing. And I was like, dude, this is going to be 
you're all going to be fucking leaving. And one of my buddies who, by the way, uh, moved out of the city after the 2020 fiasco. Uh, he's like, no, nah, that'll never happen. Chicago's a business hub. Blah, blah. Yeah. Never say never, my friends. Uh, just give give the Democrats time. <laughs> they, they just need a little more time and a little uh, more um, bipartisanship to get exactly what uh, what your biggest fear is. If those dirty Republicans would just come across the aisle and, and cooperate a little bit more. Yeah, I would just say, could... like, I, just stop fighting it. Give them everything they want. Or ask for more. Just, you know, if whatever they say, just double it. Joe Biden's budget, two trillion over, be like, here, we'll give you we'll give you an extra four trillion. Do whatever you want with it. No strings attached, no nothing. Just go ahead, do it. I think that would be better in the long run. We we could have collapsed this thing fucking 20 years ago and started rebuilding. Like learn these lessons. These people that refuse to capitulate or refuse to admit that th these are uh, ridiculously destructive and insane policies. I mean, they're starting to come around. Look how long it's taking them to come around on like the fucking trans shit. How fucking ridiculous did we have to get with that until most people were like, okay, you've gone too far. It, it took 15 years. It, it took, uh, you know, you got to start fucking uh, giving five-year-olds hormone blockers cutting off this little girl's fucking tits, 13-year-old girl's tits, so she can feel like the guy that she's always supposed to be or something. That's what it took. So the, what's the equivalent of that in terms of just like regular everyday life, economic living? It's going to take something very drastic. And unfortunately, I don't think it's too far off. The problem is like all these innocent people that have been you know, screaming at the top of their lungs. This is a bad idea. This is a bad idea. They have to suffer through it too. Yeah. It's, and it's one of those weird things where like, people like us have been saying for a long time, you should be preparing for this whole thing to completely go into the shitter. And like, there is a large extent to which I don't feel bad for people who aren't prepared for it to go in the shitter because the writing was on the wall. Like, yeah. How often do you think about the Roman Empire, Johnny? Uh, like, you know, we that's a popular question going around to men on TikTok, apparently. I've been thinking about the Roman Empire regularly since I was in high school because the writing has been on the wall that we are living in the modern Roman Empire. And this fucking thing is going belly up and it's going a lot like when I was a when I was in high school, I said that I. I said that we had probably about 70 years before we were seeing the full collapse of the Roman Empire happen in the United States. And here we are 20 years later, and I think I was uh, I, I think my timeline was double what it's going to actually be if if not, you know, if not quicker. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is. These things take a long time to play out. Um a lot longer than you like when you read about the fall of the Roman Empire, it's like, okay, you, re you read about it, it's like a couple pages in a book, and it seems like it happens immediately. Like, okay, whatever the years are, you know, it's like, okay, 10 years went by, 20 years went by. It doesn't really register in your mind how long that actually took to play out. Even with, um, you know, these financial collapses, I'm finishing up the thing on the Substack, uh, part two, hopefully today. 
And, you know, I was looking at it. I was like, yeah, dude, the writing on the wall for 2008. I mean, Ron Paul knew it in like 2002. But like housing, um, house, people, home ownership peaked in 2004. So it took four years for that thing to fucking collapse. That's a long time. Um, and that's just like a small example. Th these things take a while to play to play out. And then it just seems like, oh, this happened all at once. It, it just all at, you know, overnight, everything changed. It's like, no, no, uh, there have been signs. We've been pointing to them along the way. Hey, you know that thing I'm talking about that's going to happen? That's a sign that it's going to happen. There's another sign. There's another sign. It's like, dude, I don't know how many things I need to point to. It's like, yes, it's not going to happen tomorrow. But everything that I'm pointing to is supporting my thesis of what's going to happen. I'm building a case here in real time. And yeah, you can just write it off like, oh, that's a one-off thing. And that's a one-off thing. All of a sudden, you've got 50 one-off things that are all pointing down the exact same road. Every fucking sign is flashing. This is going to be a disaster. And you're just driving through them like, ah, that, that, they said that 20 miles ago. They said that 10 miles. Nothing's happened yet. Nothing's happened yet. Yeah, nothing happens until it fucking happens. But yeah, you've had plenty of time to fucking prepare. I feel like I've done almost everything in my power to alert people to this, to try to offer some, you know, not, maybe not exact specific solutions, but, you know, options, uh, things that you can do. You don't have to listen to me. I've been wrong before. But man, I can't imagine a, a way out of this that is uh, painless for the American people. It, there's just, it's too far gone. Every, any metric you point to, uh, cultural, economical, whatever, they all just look fucking really, really bad to me. I can't remember who the original quote was attributed to. I, I heard it from Tho Bishop. History doesn't repeat itself, but it definitely rhymes. And I, like anybody who pays attention to every empirical collapse for all of human history, like you see the exact same things play out every single time, everywhere, no matter where it is in the in the globe. It always plays out the same way yeah. as what we're seeing right now and as what has been building up over the last 70 years or so and has started to... I, Personally, I think technology has accelerated the, the process exponentially. Like what we're seeing happening now is the same thing that has happened to every major empire in its fall. And and we're seeing it. We're just we're just so happening that we see it uh, take shape a lot quicker than what it has historically. But I mean, the writing is all on the wall. People should have if you pay attention to history, you know what's happening uh, yeah unfortunately not of a lot of americans do they're educated in government schools and there's like an incredible amount of hubris in people and like narcissism especially in like our generation and the subsequent generations where it's just like if if we replaced the the human population that you're saying there are all these patterns that are repeating themselves and it was like penguins or something and you said hey you know uh, a couple of hundred years ago all these penguins did x y and z and then this happened and then 50 years after that 
all these penguins did X, Y, and Z, and the same thing happened. And 20 years after that, all the penguins did X, Y, and Z, and the, the exact same thing that happened the two times before that happened. What do you think is going to happen now when these group of penguins are doing X, Y, and Z? And they're like, oh, they're going to be fine. It's going to be totally different this time. What? Why? Because of AI? I don't know, man. I don't think so. I really don't. Yeah, AI is not going to be some brilliant savior. It's tech, well, even that's going to take time to play out. It's not just going to be like flipping on a switch. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it might get us out of some of the pickle uh, pickles that we're in, but it's not going to fix everything. And like we talked about on the last episode, the government's going to have control of this AI as well. So. Uh, whichever you know problems you think the AI is going to solve in the free market, it's going to uh, have the same exacerbating effect on government problems when those fucking retards start wielding it. How's that for a depressing Tuesday episode? Fridays are supposed to be the fun ones, so it's okay. That's right. We'll yeah. make up for it. This Friday should be good, and uh, well, hopefully we'll be able to do a live one, and then we'll do a um, happy hour as well. Did we get through everything today? It kind of went off on some tangents there. <laughs> the the one other thing we had was uh, Moderna and Pfizer and the low uptake on the boosters. Oh, okay. Uh, there's yeah. there's a lot of stats and stuff in that though. That might be a good that might be a good Friday topic. So we can kind of tease that out because uh, the the booster rates uh, Pfizer's only seeing about twenty four percent of of those who've received vaccines actually looking for boosters and the the new round of stuff and with that happening it's caused moderna's stock to plunge so there's there's a lot of interesting things going on with yeah. the the big pharmaceutical companies so that have been be the a most white pill uh, for you. Yeah. the most benefit or that had the most benefit from from covid uh things are kind of turning around a little bit yeah, and we're seeing a lot more articles. I'm seeing every day a couple more articles from various sources that are like, oh, yeah, you know, these uh, these vaccines that you guys were um, picked off of YouTube for talking about and warning people, hey, you know, maybe this isn't for you. Maybe you should look into this a little more. Turns out that, yeah, uh, the government fucking lied about everything. <laughs> there was uh, this one scientific journal that um, they got a request to retract a non-favorable vaccine article and they refused to retract it given the data. Uh, there was another thing out of uh, Canada. There's one out of you like, dude, they're popping up all over the place. I'm pretty sure I saw something where DeSantis and the, uh, the Florida attorney general were actually making the recommendation that if you were not over 65 and did not have like a ton of comorbidities, that you should definitely not get the new round of shots and definitely not get these boosters. Part of me wants to have all of those people that were pushing this, uh, that were like refused to talk to you unless you were vaccinated and boosted. Uh, I wish there was like a contractual obligation for them to continue to get boosted. But then that would be like a con contractual obligation for them to slowly or all of a suddenly kill themselves. So... <laughs> Isn't it, isn't it a shame that like anytime you hear somebody had a heart attack, the first question that pops to mind is how recently did they get a booster? Yeah. I, I don't know how you could not 
at least think that question at this point. Yeah. It's... Um, I, I just saw, yeah, I've seen a couple of things out of Mark Cuban lately that have really just driven me fucking crazy, but apparently he wouldn't do this guy's podcast. They were supposed to talk about like Bitcoin and debate Bitcoin and Ethereum and shit. And this is back in 2021. The guy released it, released all the text messages. He's like, yeah, um, unless you uh, get vaccinated and boosted and tell your fans, your listeners to do the same, I'm not going to come on your podcast. It's like, wow. All right, dude. Uh, I wonder how many boosters he's gotten since 2021. Mark Cuban? Uh, yeah. yeah, that would be that would be interesting. I want to see those numbers or an you, apology. How about a formal fucking apology? Well, you know, all those politicians, they trotted them out on stage and gave them their booster or gave them their shots in public. Like Biden's gotten a handful of boosters on yeah, stage. Look how well publicly. he's doing. Right. And like, it's funny how they got their shots, but they, they really don't, they don't make a big deal about getting all their boosters. They, and they don't talk about it. They don't publicize it. I, I, I would be surprised if any of them who got the initial, got the initial two shots have actually gotten any boosters at all. And I mean, most people suspect that the, uh, they they were getting saline anyway on their, their initial shots. So Dude, it's... there was even a, there was even a, a nurse somewhere that said they had like, uh, they had like three different vials they would use. Like one of them was was like a saline solution. One of them is like the the good vaccine, and then another one is just like the generic vaccine that they don't know. Oh, it's like it's the equivalent of dropping the atomic bombs it's just with with vaccines. So you don't know which one you gave to who. Yeah, just I mean, assume that's... you gave everybody the vaccine, or assume you gave everybody the saline solution, depending uh-huh. on your point of view. I think they were yeah. giving specific people were definitely getting the saline solution, you know, the ones in the in the high up places that they didn't want to risk uh, having any type of ill effect on. I don't understand why they wouldn't want to risk that. It was proven to be safe and effective. Yeah. Nothing to so see safe. here. So safe. So safe. And yeah. Effective. yeah. So I, I'd like to see all of these fucking blowhards get their vaccines or apologize. You have two choices. I want a fucking public apology. This is it's it's absolutely ridiculous that they just get to fade into the night and not fucking have to have to deal with any of this. That's bullshit after the the stuff that they pulled the last three years. Anyway, more on that for Friday. I know you got to go. So, uh, yeah, that'll do it for today. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, Become a supporting listener of the show. I'll link to all that in the description. Until Friday, guys, you know what to do. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace.